everybody. Welcome to the SMP Paranormal Show. We have a special guest tonight, and we have um, um, Lorna, and Dan is hiding in the background, and he's going to be our little, like, engineer. So, welcome to the show, everybody. Hi, Lorna. <laughs> Hi, how are you tonight? I'm doing really good. It's really nice to hear your voice again. We had a really good show last time, and I was... Um, I've really been looking forward to to doing the the second part of it with you. Excellent, excellent. Me too. So I know from from being friends with you on Facebook that you've um, stepped into a new venture. Yes, I did, and it has been totally an awesome journey. Uh, and uh, I'm actually sitting in the middle of the dining room right now. I'm not completely moved in, but I will be officially here on Monday. So, That's exciting. I know it is. It is very, very exciting. But I'm going to have to ask you because I had asked Dan when, because it had been driving me crazy all afternoon, uh, if you had brown hair. And he was like, yep, she sure does. And I said, okay. I said, but I know this is the connection. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you, and I'm going to kick this off. What does the number three have to do with you? And I get this around family. Number three? Yeah. Um, well, I, I had a period of time when I did everything in threes that went back to my Wiccan stuff. But um, I How don't know. How many siblings do you have? Huh? How many siblings do you have? One. Okay, okay. Uh, I have three girls. Pardon? I have three girls. That's exactly where it's at, that, because three is really, really significant. So having the three girls is a significant part of your life, okay? Okay. Now I have to bring in, I have to bring in, you have a grandmother who's crossed over on the other side? Yes, both, all of them, both of them have. Okay, this one, this one is special though, and I guess I keep on pulling her around your mother. Yes, my grandma okay. Mimi. Yep. <laughs> so my grandma she Mimi. Like a really, she was really, really an important factor in your life. She's like, she's she's telling me she's concerned about her mom right now. So I guess yeah, her mother's got some different things going on. I never knew my grandma. I've known her in the spirit. Her spirit has been with me since um, I went to start a beauty school. She was a hairdresser and I've been a hairdresser and I really got to know her um, on a spiritual level through the voices and hearing her talk to me and she helped me get through beauty school. I've got her pictures all over the place. Her and I share uh -huh. a her and I share the same genetic disposition to our uh, episodes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, I have to ask, too, because on the other side, I pull a lot of male energy around her. Can you kind of explain that to me? A lot of male energy. That might be her grandpa. That might be her dad. Um, her dad was a mortician okay. in town. Okay, because I got a very strong male energy connected to her on the other side and yeah, that's she's her telling me though that she's telling me though that there's a very large family that she has on the other side yes there's a lot so of us on the other side. a lot of them have crossed over uh so she's like she's in charge she was the woman that was in charge here she's in charge there so and she she's just got some amazing energy and i have been pulling it like big time and I have to ask, because she's showing the two-story house. Do you know what that's about? A two-story house? Yeah. Is it like a chalet, like a po pointed roof? Yeah. That's, that's, that's my, okay, is, she is the woman you're seeing blonde? Yeah. That's my mom's mom. And yep. she died in the house that my mom's currently living in. My, there's a lot of crap going on between my mom and I. That's uh -huh. my mom's mom. Okay. Is my and mom sick? 
I, I have to ask, okay, because is there something green in the house that's specific? Because she's showing me something green. But I have to I have to laugh because every time I step into the house, I get this moldy smell. Do you know what that is? You know um, how you have that old smell? It's nothing bad. It's just I get like a moldy, you know. It's almost like it's a blanket or something. The house is really old, and the house used to be, uh, there was a lot of green stuff on the inside, and my mom redid everything. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Oh, you're no, dancing. <laughs> All the jokes are old. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, with, with your, with your father's mother, stars for some reason are significant. So I, I, I almost connect her to, she, she was always a sky watcher. She was always yeah. a sky watcher. And I she, loved she, her. the message, the message for you is she's telling you, telling you for some reason to watch, the, watch the sky. She's telling me that you have a lot of things going on right now in your life. And she's saying, watch the sky, baby. Just watch the sky. Okay. Uh, okay. She's, for some reason, there's some kind of comfort in this. Okay. So she, she's saying, you know, that there's a lot going on. So anyways, now I had to share that with you. And your mom does have a lot of stuff going on right now. Uh, you guys will come together, okay? It's just going to take a little bit of time. And both of you have got attitudes, I'm being told. Yeah, we both, well, <laughs> we both kind of come out of the same you cloth. Both, My mom both. and I get along just fine for the most part, but when I don't do things that she wants me to do, then she's real quick to, to kick me to the curb. And there's a lot of old wounds and a lot of old hurts between my mom and I. And, mm-hmm. and she's just, she's just back at her old tricks again. And I'm trying really hard. Me, honey, your grandmother is telling me the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Okay. So, with that. <laughs> I, just, I just don't, I just don't know what to do because I don't want to be mean and ugly about anything and I don't want things to be left on bad terms and I've worked very very hard to have a relationship with my mom and she's never wanted anything to do with me so this one of those attempts of me trying once again to have a relationship with my mom and everything is just falling apart it's gonna be I still okay just breathe it will be okay so, I'm so glad like my grandmother <laughs> So you have both your grandmothers and they both surround you. Okay. So just, and I have to laugh because now your, your, your father's mother, you, one of your, one of your daughters is totally into everything. That's what she's telling me. She has so many questions. What is up with that? How old is she? Um, well, I have three of them. I have a 30-year-old, I have a 25, 26-year-old, and then I have a 19-year-old that's um, taking male hormones. Okay, okay. And I think it's near, I think what she's talking about would probably roll over to your 19-year-old, okay? Yeah, so too. Yeah. So then, so that's what I'm pulling. But she has so many questions about everything. Everything. Yeah, I was you the know, same way. Uh, yeah, she she's just so inquisitive, you know. So uh, Grandma says, just just hold on and and feed it when you can, you know. Oh, just answer, you know. Feed it when you can. Uh, is is how she's putting it. Anyways, so. What are we going to talk about tonight? I'm sorry. I had to get that. I had to get that out of the way. <laughs> I knew you. I, I...
Well, you know, Dan, um, it's really um, interesting um, because I don't normally have success in being read. So for her to be able to do that for me is quite special. I I love, um, I have, all of my grandmas were special to me in their own ways. And I have, uh, I miss them. And, and I know that there's things going on with my mom. Um, I actually was sitting here in meditation the other day and was told that my mom was sick and that she was running me off so that I didn't have to watch her die. And I don't know. I don't know, but that's what I was told. And I don't know. So whatever. Your mom still has time, sweetheart. She still has time. Uh-huh. And, that's, and, and you guys will come together. You guys will definitely come together. And I had to laugh because, like I said, your grandmother was like, oh, hell, tell her the apple doesn't fall, fall far from the tree. So this is where you guys keep bumping heads, you know? I know. I, I'm always telling my mom that when when she's, when we start with this stuff, that that I am the, the daughter that she created and that, the reason why I am the way I am is because she's the way that she is. And, and this isn't the first lifetime that my mother and I have tried to get along. My mom and I have been together uh-huh. a lifetime. I dreamt about her in an old, she dreamt about us together and she was um, pulling big curtains in an old antebellum home. And I was in a cradle. Uh-huh. So my, my mom and I are, can have, my mom and I are soulmates. We have passed from lifetime to lifetime trying to get our relationship straight. This isn't well, our family, first go around. Families, time after time after time, families travel together all the time. So where, wherever it falls into place, you know, your father may end up being your brother, you know, you may up, yeah. end up being the mother, yeah. you know, in, in, in lifetime. So this is just, it's, just a lesson and and we eventually figure this out you know so so anyways what would you like to talk about tonight kiddo um well i'd like to hear more about you i'd like to hear more about um your different experiences and the things that that stood out or you know maybe you know like um some of your work with some of like the past life stuff and if you know kind of give the listeners a little bit more of a background on on you and yeah a little more Lorna a little less Jen (laughs) (laughs) even though even though from the bottom of my soul I needed to hear that and must be they knew I needed to hear that and they come and oh, visit me. And my- they, had been, they, had been, they had been they had been tagging me all afternoon, so I was like, okay. So generally, I just take down notes, you know, and and uh, and uh, put it together. So, well, like we talked about on the last show, people don't like me getting behind them in the store. Okay, they totally are glad to give me the cash register and step aside. So yeah, <laughs> they get very, very nervous. I will go ahead and tell you now, I've had one paranormal team come in and it was totally amazing. Uh, they got actual full sentence responses. Uh, it was, so what did the they house discover? was very, very active. Uh, I have a barn and the guys were out in the barn and they were up in the upper loft and one of them was sitting up on a beam and they had actually, one of them was a non-believer, you know, they're skeptic that has never had anything happen, never saw anything. Uh, Kyle, (laughs) I gotta love them. And uh, they had the pumps and everything going out there and, they had equipment from top to bottom, and the one guy that was sitting up on a beam, he weighs about 300 pounds. He goes about six seven in height. He's a big guy. He actually got grabbed and held, and he had to yell like four times, let me go. And finally, on the fourth time, it was like he was let go. 
And everybody was like, oh, my gosh, there's something evil in the barn. <gasps> well, you have to remember, this was back in the slave days is when this house was built before, you know, while the whole Harriet Tubman thing was going and, and the slaves weren't free yet. So my house has got a lot of little secret rooms and passages and things to this extent. And do you think George it was part of the underground Absolutely. Absolutely. And I turned around and they were like, oh my gosh, there's something evil in the barn. And I'm like, nah. I says, look at his size. I said, slaves were sold for their size and their strength mm, yeah. as far as workers. Those were the top set. So evidently it had to have been a runaway slave and Ron's size kind of intimidated him. So this is why he grabbed him. Because if it was anything evil, I'm sorry, it would have never let him go. It, it could have chucked him off of that beam with absolutely no problem. And he would have ended up all the way down to the bottom, you know? Uh, right. So, so that's where we came out with that one. Uh, Kyle got punched in the back. Uh Brian, Kyle actually saw Shadow come up behind Brian and reach out and tickle the back of Brian's neck. And Brian's going, oh, my God, my neck's getting tickled. And, and Kyle was headed out of the bar and he was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> so, no, it's, it's, been, that, it's been very, very interesting. Do you think that it's possible that the barn would have been some place where uh, a lot of them may have been held at one point in time, like... Or maybe actually, something happened. Actually, there was a tunnel from the barn coming to the house. And oh. beyond the barn, there is actually the railroad track. So, so it's, it, it's, the whole thing is very, very interesting. And, and uh, Captain George Chase was actually a huge supporter of Harriet Tubman at the time. So, That's so now the house is an interesting. I was sitting here, us girls, uh, Sunday night, we, uh, me and two of the other girls, we stayed here for the night working. And we crashed out early, early, about 3.30 in the morning. And uh, I got back up at 5.30 and I was sitting here having coffee. And I thought one of the girls had gotten up, but then I turned around and I looked and I had actually watched a woman in 1800 period clothing she had her hair up in a bun, and she actually walked from the parlor to the library. So that was really kind of cool. <laughs> so the house is the house is very very interesting, and and it's you know we've just we've not even t touched the tip of the iceberg, you know. On the it, pictures so. that I've seen on Facebook of that house are absolutely beautiful. That house is oh, absolutely God. beautiful. It is. It is. I have six bedrooms upstairs with two baths up there. I've got uh, the library. Uh, the library. Oh, my gosh. We got it. I'll tell you about the library in a minute. But we've got a bathroom on the first floor. Then underneath the house is a whole other house. And then below uh, the below one of the rooms we actually found the other day the most beautiful cistern you have ever seen in your entire life wow i was like oh my god this thing is huge and the stonework was so it was just whoever put that in did such an amazing job so yeah but now it's, you, and it's got I've got secret rooms down there and and it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm actually gonna be doing a speakeasy, an old 1930s speakeasy, in one section. Another section is actually gonna be a haunted museum, and then we're gonna actually be doing a worldwide paranormal lab. Oh, cool! So yeah, so that's no, it, it's cool. gonna come out really really interesting. So anybody that's got any haunted items that they just don't know what to do with, uh, you can totally ship them off this way. 
So I have some dishes. Um, when I was a little girl, um, we spent time in Germany. My dad was in the uh-huh. Air Force, and my little brother was born while we were over there. And I was only about a year, almost two years old when he was born. So we ha- I have a set of German dishes that my parents bought two sets and I have one and we were doing an investigation in my house because I know that my aunt and my uncle are there. I've seen them. So I had the equipment to come in and we did an investigation. Well, the only thing that we really got any action off of was those dishes. And we kept getting voices speaking in German. Mm-hmm. That was, it was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's, there's German talking around these. Yeah, it was crazy. The things very, that very get attached to, you know. Oh, um, definitely. This. definitely. So let me tell you about my library. Okay. Okay. Are you okay. ready for this? Yes. I did a read to this young woman. Oh, my gosh. We're going back quite a few years ago. And her mom had actually had a very, very bad stroke. Her father came through beautifully during the reading. uh, And he was telling me that he was waiting for her. And I had actually described the room that she was in in the house, you know, and there was this double window. And I said, it's it's just going to be a little bit more time, you know, before your mother passes. And and I said, but she's good with it. Your father comes in and out through those windows every day. That's why she's always staring at the windows. Her mom had had a severe stroke. Her mother was actually a well-known psychic and also a hypnotist. So her and I had a lot in common. Uh, I actually went to go visit Dolores before she passed uh, with her daughter, Kim. And uh, she actually, Dolores had passed the morning of my birthday a week later. So Kim has been there for quite a while and she's been sorting through everything and just, just, you know, uh, trying to make up her mind. Did she want to sell it? Did she want to keep it beautiful Victorian on the Susquehanna river in the, in Pennsylvania, right on the New York, Pennsylvania line. Uh-huh. So when she was getting ready to move things, she says, Lorna, I need you to come down. I have some things I want to give you. I have got the most amazing library ever. I I actually posted a picture up on Facebook. All of those books actually belong to Dolores. Wow. And those are her collections from over the years. So I have got every book imaginable, imagine, you know, that you can imagine on everything from the ancient arts to to numerology to you name it, I have it. I have got tarot decks that are so old and they are from, they've never been opened. They have never been opened. I laughed because I pulled out a deck of her, I pulled out a deck of regular playing cards that are probably ancient. And it was just the same deck that my grandmother used to use. I was like, this is totally amazing. That's uh, the lamp that belonged to her mother, she gave me the lamp. It's the one that's sitting up on the shelf with the roses and stuff painted on. It's got pink crystals hanging down. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I, I got all the books and everything up there on the shelves. And I was like, well, I hope you like it. And all of a sudden, all the crystals started swinging on the lamp. Oh, wow. I take that as a yes. Yes. So, no, it was was all good. It was all good. Uh, I have some of the old-timey hats. I actually have her aunt, which is also, she was, uh, she lived in California, uh, San Diego. Uh, She was a... A woman totally out of her time period. She owned a huge nightclub, 1960s. She actually had the first black go-go dancers there. And she also did TV readings in a back room. And I actually have all of her cups that she did her tea leaf readings in. So those are all in my planet cabinet. (laughs) 
that's cool. I had a tea leaf ring done a long time ago. That's so fun. I, that just, that just is so, that is so incredible to be able to, um, have your hands on those kinds of treasures from somebody like that. I bet you, I mean, just to sit around and feel it would just be like amazing to feel the energy. Oh, on those, books. those books are, are like gold. Every single one of them. I was like going, it was fascinating as I was putting them up and I'm not a big book girl. We've discussed this before, you know, but it's just, it's so unique to see the old books, the little hand ones from uh, Anna Rivera, which came out like in the 50s and 60s, the little hand pocket ones, you know, that had like little spells in it and so on and so forth. I've got all of those. I've got the uh, Mother Earth magazines that came out in the 60s. I've got I've got the whole set. Uh, I was like, this is awesome. Because <laughs> they ran through the season 70s. Yeah. So now I'm I'm very, I feel very honored, very honored to have been gifted those, you know? Uh, yeah, I would too. Totally. And I had to laugh because she says, oh, you, she says, you got to grab that bag. And it was all of her mother's curtains. So most of the house has got all of her curtains from her Victorian house. So that mm-hmm. that was kind of cool. So yes, I'm very blessed uh, to have, have uh, been gifted that. I mean, we made so many trips. I was like, oh my gosh, because those books. Oh, and I've got plates, collector's plates. Mm-hmm. Because when she had gotten sick, she would just sit there and she would. Her and her her uh, sisters and stuff were totally into buying those collector's plates. So uh-huh. I felt like a, I haven't even started even going through them. But totally phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal. Wow! So, but I have to tell you about that library because the books are totally amazing. You guys, you and Dan are going to come up, and you know, yes, and uh, yes, and we so need to. You get the kickback, yeah. Yeah, we're totally. I totally am looking forward to doing that this summer. And um, I don't know if he's made it back yet. Dan, are you back yet? I got silence. Nope, nope. disappeared yeah, somewhere. <laughs> so yeah, totally. Um, I have. Um, I will be making. I will be going back and forth. Um, up to Michigan regardless of what happens with whatever happens up there because Dan's in Kalamazoo. And so um, you're, you're out on the East coast, aren't you? I'm New York. Yeah. Upstate. Upstate. See, I'm, I'm Southeast on the coast. I'm in the, in Carolinas. Oh, okay. Okay. Where at? Um, and I'm right on the border of Charlotte and of North Carolina and South Carolina and Char- in the Charlotte area. Oh, okay. Okay. My daughter actually went to uh, school up at Banner Elk. Okay. That's where she went to college at. Okay. I'm not sure where that's yeah, at. Banner Elk. Banner Elk. You know where Winston Salem is? Salem. Okay. North Carolina. Okay. Yep. I know yeah. Winston Salem. Yeah, not far yep. from Winston Salem. Yep, not far from Winston Salem. That's a that's a beautiful area. Uh, I had the college that she went to, uh, Banner Elk College, uh, was very it's very very old college. Uh, my daughter was sixteen. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, and the college had a lot of old history, and it was really really interesting because. The paranormal team out of the Winston-Salem area was totally amazing. And because uh, the kids were having issues at the dorm, which, of course, you know, the, the freshmen were in the newest dorm, you know, the oldest dorm area, you know. Uh, yeah. And because uh, they always give them the old building first, you know. And the kids right. had issues with the lights going off and on and 
and just weird stuff happening. And my daughter called me in a panic and she's like, mom. So I actually called a team out of, I was, I actually dialed a team out of Knoxville that I know, but instead of getting the team out of Knoxville, I got the team out of North Carolina. Gotcha. Out of Winston-Salem. So that was actually our first meeting. And it was very, very interesting because it was, we were, the reason why my daughter was having such issues was because we were supposed to connect with that team out of Winston-Salem. And, uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you got to trust the universe, you know, you follow it, you know. And uh, it was, it was very interesting because they had been working on a case up in West Virginia that actually it was traveling by the waterways that ran down through North Carolina from West Virginia. So it was, it was, it was uh, definitely a meant to be. And uh, we got everything cleared up, but it was, it was, it was interesting. Uh, this area down here is very, the area down here is very haunted. I mean, it, it I mean, it, there's a lot that's happened in this area. We had the Revolutionary War come through, the Civil War came through, and um, there was a lot of suffering in this area post-Civil War. And um, when I was living in Kings Mountain, which is north of Charlotte, northwest of Charlotte, I would stand out back and smoke cigarettes. I don't smoke them anymore, but when I did smoke, I would go outside and smoke, and I could hear wagon wheels and, and horses in the middle of the mm-hmm. night in that area. Um, there was, there was Kings Mountain was known for um, the turning point of the uh, Revolutionary War where the British guy, Ferguson, fell from the cliff and um, the rebels got him down and the, the, was able to turn the war around. So, I mean, you could, you can, you, it, it, it it's just you can feel, you can still feel the blood in the ground here. That's that's the best what way to say it. From a spiritual sense, you can still feel the blood in the ground. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Oh, I totally got it. I totally got it. Yeah, I know. I know. Up there in Banner Elk, Banner Elk actually the how you can tell that you're close to Banner Elk if the kids ever got lost. There's a mountain up there that actually looks like an Indian head. Oh, that's cool. And there's a lot of Native Americans, too. And so the kids were told, if you ever get lost and you, you can't find your way back to the school, just look for the Indian head, you know? And that's that cool. will give you direction on how to get back to the school. So, no, it was, it was very interesting. I had to look, I got so tickled because she always liked to be around bigger cities. But yet the college that she picked was in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> we were going up through taking me to school and I'm seeing all these crosses and I said, Oh my god, don't ever tell anybody who your mother is. <laughs> don't tell anybody who your mother is, you're good. That's hilarious. But, you know, it's, it's, uh... Okay, okay folks, we're gonna take a real quick break here. We'll be right back. Thoughts of suicide may feel impossible to overcome. But with help and support, you can find hope and meaning. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-TALK to speak to a counselor or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. It's free. It's confidential. It's available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And even if it feels like it, you are not alone.
this time of year getting you down? You got those broken down car blues? Well, I got an idea for you. Go check out Ed's Basic Car. Yeah, Ed's Basic Car. They sell used cars at fair prices. Half down in any car over $1,000, plus the DMV fees gets you into the car. After that, you will make weekly or bi-weekly payments until it's paid off. No credit checks, all are approved. Go see Todd or Kathy or Paul over at Ed's Basic Car. Ed's Basic Car is located at 2460 South Sprinkle Road in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Or you can give Todd a call at 269-488-2806. Ed's Basic Car, they're there for you. Hey, you listening to this podcast, I've got a message for you. If you've drank the rest, now drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee. We are the Gun Barrel Coffee Incorporated team. We are united by the love of coffee, guns, freedom, and America. What started as a hobby has turned into a high-quality home-roasted coffee enjoyed by family, friends, and now the public. We are proud to donate a portion of our proceeds to the organizations who support those who serve, those who protect and defenders of our rights and freedom. Accept no other substitutes. You've had the rest. Now drink the best. Gun Barrel Coffee. You can find the guys at GunBarrelCoffee.com. Okay. So, um, I don't know how much you heard, Dan, um, about what we were talking about, but, um, okay. Cause I, I checked there a second ago to see if you were there and I got crickets and then you were, so, and then you talk. So, <laughs> so well, Lauren and I were just talking about how haunted it is down here in the Carolinas. And I was just getting ready to say that, um, I think it would be a great idea for me to build an investigative team down here. Definitely. Uh, with uh, I don't I don't know how it is everywhere else. I know what I've seen a lot of here in New York. I'm not the girl that that has to be noticed. I've always been the behind the scenes girl. Uh, I don't. You know, everybody seems to be wanting to get out. They want a TV show. They want this. They want that. And and the thing is is. It's not about that. It's it's about getting out and, and working together and investigating together. Uh, what I've done with the house is I'm not telling anyone the history. Uh, they'll go, oh, just tell me a little bit of the history. And the reason no, why I'm not telling them the history, history is because I want to know what each one of these teams are getting. And I see, want to I know where know. they're at. If I come, so I don't want to I don't want to know anything because I want to be something I can pick up on without being exactly, exactly. So we'll discuss it afterwards, which is it's it's actually been working out great. I had one, I had I had to laugh. I had a psychic say, "Oh, what can you tell me about the history on the house?" And I said, "Why would I tell you anything about the history on the house?" I said, "Then it would take all the fun out of it," you know. I want to know what you're getting. And and the the I the first team that I brought in, they're actually out of Syracuse and, and out of uh Rome, New York. Uh they've done a great job. Uh, and uh I was really, really happy. I just had another team come out of Batavia, New York. They had a fantastic time. They were like, Oh my gosh, this is great because because of the house, the house is very, very active. And because of the fact that they have no problem communicating. Uh, so I have, I haven't talked to Kelly to find out, you know, what they got EVP wise or anything, but they could physically hear things, you know, you could physically hear the talking, you could, you know, so it's, it's not even the EVPs, but it's also, you know, you want to know what you got on the EVPs, but that's pretty, that's, that's pretty incredible to have 200 year old, 400 year old, still strong activity and, and still, and still strong activity. They, there must be quite a message there. I mean, we obviously know there's quite a message there, but the activity and the people and, and because it's always been my experience that the older the haunted the the people that have passed that are haunting 
the the quieter it seems to get. And I know I may be wrong, but that's just how I've always kind well, of experienced it. Actually, the house, I know that it went through four foreclosures before I got it, right back to back. So, and I do know that the last person that did purchase it, they were going to turn it into apartments and they ended up going and getting a hotel room and they walked away from the whole deal, you know? Uh, they got it went right, straight back to the bank. Huh? The, 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 the spirits were running off the, the people that were buying the home? Yep. And me, mm-hmm. I actually looked at this like six years ago. I was like totally just drawn to it. In the meantime, we couldn't find out who owned it. And it turned out it was like through HUD. HUD wouldn't give us any information. Uh, so it was like setting setting just down and it wasn't going anywhere. Uh, in the meantime, a place came up that was uh, up for auction. And uh, I looked at it. It was called the Seymour Mansion, which is actually right down the street from me. Uh, and it went for this whole $50,000 deal. You had to write, you know, why you wanted it and so on and so forth. And it was huge. Uh, Auburn is very politically correct. So if it doesn't fit their venue, they don't want it out there. And it turned out that that house actually, and I, I had to laugh because I knew it as soon as I walked through. Uh, it was actually a bordello for years. <gasps> uh, <laughs> so in other words, there, I, I got tickled because the gentleman that actually had owned it prior, I had actually lucked out and I got his... Uh, phone number. I called him. He's living in Florida now. We talked and I had mentioned about it being a Bordello and he was like, oh my God. He says, yeah. He says, I actually had found old pictures of the Bordello. He said when I was going through the house, he said uh, I turned some of them over to the Cuba County Museum. He says, you can call them and get some copies of the photos. He says or if they don't know, you know, if, if for some reason, you can't get them from them. He says, call me back. He says, and if you get the house, he says, I'll totally be glad to send them to you. Well, anybody that knows me knows I'm going to blow these things up and make really nice <laughs> photos out of them. <laughs> right. But probably somebody's grandmother or great aunt or, you know, and... No, they they don't want that out there. They don't want that out there, you know, because I, when I talked to the museum, they were like, no, we don't have anything like that. <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay. Yeah. And I think, I think the weirdest thing with this house is, is when I started going back through the history, this it, it I sat out in the driveway and I ran some EVPs and I said, I bought the house. Is it okay? And this woman came through and she said, it's a gift. It's when a I gift? Started looking at a gift. When I started looking at George Chase's, uh, his, real, his full name is George Brown Chase. When I started looking at the history, because he was a whaler out of Nantucket, wow. I turned around and I turned, no, it, it gets creepy. It gets creepy. Okay. The name Brown, okay, would have had to have been his mother's name, okay? Because right. that's how they did it back then. Right. So, right. so I went ahead and got into some of the family history. Well, his mother's name was Rebecca Brown. Guess what? My daughter's name is Rebecca Brown. <gasps> that's crazy. <laughs> Her mother's name was Catherine Coffin, Catherine Mary Coffin. My mother's name is Dorothy Mary Coffin. What are the odds of that? Isn't that crazy? Are y'all in the middle of a reincarnation thing going on here? Is that what's going on? Do we keep our names? Do our names change? Do I mean... I don't know. That's crazy. Hi. It's kind of like, I hope we did. Okay. Hey, we lost you somehow. 
Well, while I was telling you guys that, there was what sounded like a gunshot. Just now? And when we were talking and I was telling you about the name, it sounded like a gunshot here in the house, but there's nobody here except for me and the dog. Oh, my gosh. And we lost connection. Totally, completely. But I'm checking everything. You're walking through the house with me right now. And I'm checking everything. I am fine. I am alone. Um, My son is in the house. No, I mean, I'm alone. I'm alone here in my camper. What you Dan says he's hearing boy. He heard voices in the background. What did you hear? What are they saying? Yeah. I heard. Can you hear what they're saying? I hope so. Did you could you make out what they were saying? Uh-huh. You know, it's funny because Dan, I'm picking up on um I'm picking up on something is hidden in that house. Something is hidden behind a wall, something's hidden underneath a four plank, something's hidden, something's hidden behind something somewhere. Have you found something hidden in the house? A couple of items so far, yeah. Like hidden behind planks? Nobody is in the house with me but me and my little dog, and she was sitting right next to me. So you said in name, and then you heard a gunshot? Yep. Oh, yeah. And she weighs maybe four pounds. <laughs> no, totally not. Told you. <laughs> Told you. So, anyways, now that's that's about it. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of an aggressive. That's kind of an aggressive way to validate something by shooting off of a gun. Mm-hmm. Well, if Dan's here and arguing, and you're hearing a gun go off, maybe there's a fight over a card game. Is that I can't wait to explore it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So was one of one of the descriptions um um uh, a really big man with like one of those brown soft r- flat kind of rimmed hats chewing on a piece of straw I'm seeing a big black man with a with a soft hat chewing on a piece of straw huh maybe that's here because I have Dan thinks yeah. it's going to be interesting to see the two of us together, but here's the thing. I'm like, I'm like, Lorna is like the Jedi master and I'm like the, the young Jedi in training. I mean, there, there's no, I mean, all, I mean, I mean, I, I put, my abilities don't even hold a candle compared to, to the gifts that, 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 that you have more. I mean, uh-huh. yeah. I, hear you. I I would be, it would be wonderful to learn and to explore and because I've had questions within my soul that have never been able to be answered because we live in this kind of a world and I, I've see, sought the answers to those questions for most of my adult life. So 
Um, you know, I don't know. But anyway, so how are we so doing on time? That was interesting. So, no, that was awesome. So, are you interested in doing another another show with us, Lorna? Absolutely, absolutely. Yay! And we need to make you a regular. Oh, definitely. <laughs> awesome. No, that was very guys- interesting. Well, guys, I'm going to say good night, and uh, I'm going to go down and check the rest of the house out and see what I can't find. Your smell is locked. She is. <laughs> she well, is. So thank I'm going to say good night to you guys, and uh, I will uh, look forward to the next show. Yes, good night to you as well. And thanks again for coming on with us. Oh, not a problem, honey. Thank you so much. I totally enjoyed it. Me too. I loved it. And I'm so glad that both of your grandmothers came through for you. That just that just melts my heart. I am just so it's good. I mean, I know that they're here, but to have them come through like that for me, okay, it, that was very comforting. Mm-hmm. Comforting. All right. Well, I'm fixing to go check out the rest of the house, make sure everything's cool. And I will talk to you guys later. All right. All right. Bye bye. I want to thank our sponsors, Hendersoncastle.com, our gun barrel coffee, uh, Southern Michigan Paranormal Knot Stalkers, and the, of course, the Michigan 69 podcast. And is there anybody else I'm missing? The big dog show. And and thanks for letting me host tonight. I hope I didn't muck things up too bad. And, you know, um, now I have a whole new respect for Dan. <laughs> Thank you.